Welcome to another exciting episode of the Human If Group Podcast. We're coming to you again from TPE. And listen, I mean, the cigars have been amazing. The event has been amazing. But I am excited to be here in the Don Doretto booth because the energy is different here. I mean, TPE has been great, but the energy from Juan is amazing. We've been chatting. Juan, first off, thank you for being on the show. I am excited to have you here today. Thanks so much, man. I really appreciate you coming through. As he says, we've been working together here for some time, working on some cool little things for PCA coming up here in a couple months. Um, first time here at TPE, and it's, it's been amazing. Love it, love it. Well, I'm going to let you light up. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit today about the cigars, the history, and, I mean, why that's important, right? We know, uh, you know, that, that there's so many cigars out there, but there's so many cigars with great stories, and this is definitely one of them, right? And, and more importantly, the passion behind the cigar. I'm having one now. It is amazing. It is delicious. You know, and, and that's what really makes a cigar different, right, is, is not just uh, what's in it, but, but the love and the story behind it. So I'm excited for you to share that a little bit today and maybe, maybe tell us a little bit about the story and, and kind of what makes these cigars unique and, you know, how you kind of got started in this whole process. Absolutely. So, yeah, man, um, Don Doroteo. Uh, Doroteo comes from uh, my grandfather's name. Um, he was a farmer in the Dominican Republic since... Honestly, we don't even know how far it goes because he started um, growing tobacco with my great-grandfather, Marcos, in the early 1900s. But the records that we have, the receipts we have, are that my grandfather, Doroteo, uh, became a, one of the biggest providers of tobacco uh, in the Dominican Republic for La Aurora at the age of 16 since 1936. So 16 years old in a third world country where the, you know, the masses within that region and throughout the country in general, um, they grow tobacco out of necessity. You know, it's a part of our culture, part of our DNA, but, you know, it, it comes down to like feeding your family. And that's that's what they did in that region. You know, um, the land is beautiful. It's fertile. It's amazing for, for conditions for to grow tobacco. Um, and so in 1936, 16 years old, his father dies, my great grandfather, and he is the oldest of six. His, his mother has like odd jobs, so he feels responsible. He needs to own his role as man of the house, so to speak. So he talks to La Aurora and starts growing and producing tobacco for them exclusively. Um, as the years go on, he, he naturally comes up in, in a, he has like a, a leader kind of um, uh, vibe to him. And he rallies all of the uh, local farmers in his local region, La Vega, to do the same thing, to work with La Aurora and produce tobacco for them. He then becomes mayor. When he's mayor, he advocates for this. He unionizes the, the farmers and, you know, off they go, off to the races. The whole time, as the decades go on, my, my grandfather's been, you know, plugging away, just doing what he does and what he loves, which is growing tobacco in that region and producing it for La Aurora exclusively. My grandfather passes away in 2011. At that time, I was around like 19 years old, you know. Uh, you know, uh, I was young and dumb, as they say, and, and uh, I, I joined the military. It did wonders for me. So, and when I got out of the military, my cousin and I, Aaron, who runs the farm in the Dominican Republic, you know, we were both set on like pursuing a business in the Dominican Republic. But as many first-generation immigrants do, when they come to the states, um, they feel like they need to pave their own way, right? Like I need to kind of set my mark. But the longer and the further away we we went from our roots, it just smacked us right in the head. Like this is what we need to do. This is in our DNA. This is in our blood. It's been in our family for over a century, but no one's known because. My family has been passionate and focused on the back end or the agricultural side of the business, not producing or manufacturing cigars. My grandfather uh, used to roll his own box press cigars, and in fact, the first cigar I ever smoked was one of his. 
Um, but he only produced them for his local farmer's market. So he had a farmer's market, he would sell produce and, and dairy products, and he would sell his, his box-pressed uh, cigars, and he would also sell Anduyo Tabaco, which is like the DNA in Dominican Republic. Um, and so, yeah, uh, fast forward 10 years, you know, since my grandfather passed away, and I was in a fortunate position where I was able to put together a plan. Um, uh, I was able to purchase some land that actually uh, was has been in my family for decades. You know, my, my father actually grew up on the land uh, from the other side of the family. And um, I purchased the land, um, cultivated it uh, with the help of Laudora and um, with an agronomist and uh, the whole nine, right? They, they really took us under their wing and really got us up to speed from A to Z. I'm from New York City, so is my cousin. So obviously we're like, we needed a little help on that, and, you know. So we just leaned on, on the shoulders of the giants, as they say, and, and we uh, plugged away. Nine months later, after purchasing the land, we had our first harvest, which is what you see here behind me right here oh, that one. Wow. yeah and that was february of 22 here so the the viewers can see yeah, maybe yeah, a little right bit there, right there. Look at that. um the the curing barn is actually a, a an exact replica of davidoff's those those are one of our one of our idols you know i, I yeah. love the, the family piece and the family legacy is so important to us and i love how like you can just feel it you can feel yeah. that passion and it's it's amazing and so when we built that it was awesome like last year for pca i had a kel i saw kellner I was like, oh, I have, you know so excited to meet him and i brought him to the booth and i showed him that and i, you know, I told him the whole story and it was a really neat moment for me uh, to be able to do that and so we launched at pca with a 14 year old cigar el legado for the viewers at home where's the camera there, there you go yep el legado um so how does a boutique new line uh, new uh, company get a 14 year old line so because of the relationship my grandfather had and, and his dedication to La Aurora when I sat with the master blender and started going through like what exactly it is that we were looking for from a cigar profile um, this is something that was bestowed on us because of my grandfather's legacy because of his dedication over the almost a hundred years like over the decades just you know helping them and, and producing for them um, and rallying other farmers locally for them um, he took a lot of pride in that and and i think you know and obviously they they reciprocated and so we're extremely grateful for that and and so people have been loving the cigar obviously you know it speaks for itself yeah no this is amazing it's amazing it's delicious it's smooth um it, it's really good you know and one of the things you mentioned and i kind of love the new york city connection right the or you know being from uh, the states and joining the military and, and and coming out and being like hey you know as an immigrant uh, you know, and, and coming here and living in this country, we want to start our own thing. But now there's the next generation of cigar smoker. And that's so important, right, of not only to be a leader in the industry, but what about the, the next generation of cigar smoker that is kind of our age, you know, in that, that, that younger up and coming? What are they looking for in a cigar? What are you hearing that they want when it comes to smoking a cigar? That's a really good point you bring up. Um, and I think uh, it's starting to bubble a lot. You know, you're starting to see and feel, you can feel the new energy and there's a lot of boutique lines that are out there that are amazing and they're, they're coming up in the industry just like us and it's great to see. I think um, the most important thing is, in, in, despite what the industry is, in this case we're talking about tobacco and cigars in particular, but you always have to pave the way for the newer generation, the next generation. And as it pertains to cigars in particular, it's extremely important because, you know, there's a lot of... Um, powers that be that don't want to see this beautiful product 
continue in his existence in the States or abroad. And um, it's important for the, the quote unquote OGs of the industry to kind of pave that way and open those doors for the next generation so that this love, this passion doesn't die with them. You know, it continues on. So that's the first part. The second part is one thing that I love to see is, you know, the folks that come up to the booth and they're not only asking like, hey, what's in the cigar? What's in the blend? They're asking all of these very deep and intricate questions about, you know, uh, the aging process and how do you select the, the specific strands of tobacco or whatever the case is. And it's, it's awesome to see because I, I compare it in some ways to kind of the revolution that you've seen in beer in the last 15 years or so where like craft beers just be that came out of nowhere it, it appeared and you just seen all these dudes with like small uh, um, operations where they are like producing some amazing beer and um, and it's because I believe the the um, connoisseurs are now more in, intrigued and, and curious about learning about the process and they ask all these really intricate questions and they care to find out about all these details and I'm seeing that in this industry and I love that well, I gotta, I gotta ask you this question because I, I love the story of your grandfather and the history of that, and obviously he didn't get to see all of this come to fruition. But what do you think he would say if he, if he, you know, came by the booth today and walked by and was like, "Oh my goodness, what, what words do you think he would share with you when he saw this?" I would hope he doesn't come and just slap me across the face. He was a very humble man, you know. That's why he's been in the industry, for, you know, forever, but just behind the scenes. Um, but in, in, in all honesty, I think. And I hope he would be proud. Is that him there? Yeah. Uh, no, that's my father. This okay. is Dorotheo right here. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, um, and and the cool thing, you point out my, my dad, right? And yeah. here's my uncle, who is the eldest of uh, son of Doroteo. I have my family to keep me honest. Yeah. So whenever I want to gauge what Doroteo might think, I just ask my family. You know, they keep me honest. Like there, there we are. That's in Dominican Republic. That's actually right in front of. Um, Doroteo's farmer's market. That's my aunt there. That's the the project to there we are sitting in front of the, the farmer's market there Wow. and um, Yeah, so I lean on those folks on my family They keep me honest and they, they'll let me know real quick if I'm you know not honoring that name So that's another piece that's important to us like just make you know the reason why we put that name on there like you can imagine You know the, the responsibility with that with yeah. the family. There he is Doroteo. That's awesome. So yeah. That's really neat. That's really neat. Well, if people want to learn more about your cigars or they want to find them, what's the best way for them to go about doing that? Um, you can find us on any social media platform, uh, primarily IG, um, at Don Dorotel Cigars, and our website is dondorotel.com. Juan, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you all of you for tuning in. This is another great episode from TPE, and I will see you on the next episode. All right, cool, man. Good stuff. That was awesome. What a great story, bro. What a great story.